As Earth Keepers, we hold wisdom about our planet within our bodies learned through lifetimes of experience on Earth and throughout the cosmos. I'm Amy Dempster, a shamanic practitioner and your host for the Earth Keepers podcast, and I'm on a journey to reconnect with my soul family, the other Earth Keepers, grid workers, portal tenders, land stewards, and nature lovers around the world. On this podcast, you won't find gurus or dogma, just a safe space where I share personal stories from my spiritual journey. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Earth Keepers podcast. It's been a very interesting week for me. One day last week, I sat down to tune in to receive some guidance around a very strange sensation I've been experiencing. Lately, I've been feeling as if I'd just been dropped off here on Earth and left to fend for myself. After my entire life feeling so connected and in deep love and reverence for the Earth, I couldn't quite explain this feeling. Like, I was on Earth, but some other version of Earth. And I was all alone. Nobody was talking to me. I couldn't sense anyone around me. What exactly was going on? And the message that came through my own inner knowing was that everything has changed. I've changed. Earth has changed. And while I've become accustomed to receiving external input from my environment, even if it was energetic input, it's all shifted to the internal plane now. And as I sat back for a moment to contemplate that idea, a completely unrelated message came through. It was very clear and direct and said, do 10 property readings in 10 days, which was strange and totally unrelated to the other information flowing in. So I wrote it down. And then the prior discussion picked right up where it had left off, explaining that I've been on a path of rapid learning and growth the past few years, and now it's time to integrate, put it all into practice, and build my life around what I've learned here on this upgraded version of Earth. Alrighty then. I put my notebook and pen away so I could let the information sink in. And then the next morning, as I sat down at my computer, the short but direct message came through again. Do 10 property readings in 10 days. Apparently, this was a more urgent request than I'd realized the prior day. So instead of spending much time thinking about it or figuring out the exact logistics, I decided to discount the usual price of my property readings. And since there were 14 days remaining in the month, I decided to go with 14 instead of 10 for the discounted price. I've never been asked to do a flurry of readings altogether like that before, so I figured there was a good reason that would become apparent once I started doing the readings. I thought maybe it would take a few days to sell all 14 of them, so I hopped on Instagram stories and then went live in my Facebook group to explain what I was doing and share the link to book a reading. By the time I finished announcing it in those two places, all 14 had been booked. Well, I wasn't quite expecting that. But obviously, there is a need. And I've received so many messages since then to please share what I learned from these readings or any themes that develop. And after the first two, I had a sense of what was happening. 
And then after two more, it was becoming even more clear. That's when I decided to plot them out on a map and was blown away when I saw the pattern. I'm going to get through the rest of them before I share the whole story, because I'm sure there's still more context to come in. I'll definitely share that with you when I'm done with the project. But let me just say, if you haven't listened to episode 20, Rose Lines, Secret Maps, and the Knights Templar in North America, this is an extension of that story. Nearly every single property is on a rose line. So that story is to be continued. For today, I want to loop back to the other piece of the message, the part about external messages versus internal messages. Because if there's one thing people ask me about or want to work with me on in one-on-one sessions more than anything, it's about trusting the messages they receive. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that you are receiving intuitive information. I mean, as a human living on planet Earth, you're definitely receiving intuitive information. It's just that Not everyone has decided that that's true for them, but it's probably true for you. You know there are messages coming into your energetic and physical body, but where are they coming from and how do you know if you can trust them? Before we dive into that though, let me give you a quick reminder that I have a completely free training all about learning to work with the spirits of the land. If you'd like to learn a simple technique to protect your energy when you interact with the spirits of the land, find out how making friends with the spirits of the land where you live can help clear old energy from the earth and improve the vibe of your entire neighborhood, and learn to speak the language of the spirits of the land, then go sign up for this video training. There's a link in the show notes and you'll get access to watch it right away. Okay, back to the topic at hand. Let's talk about receiving and trusting intuitive information. So there's three main ways that energy or information comes into our awareness. The first is through our physical body. This could be feeling sick to your stomach when you walk into an energetically charged location, feeling head pressure or a headache when a lot of information is trying to come in through your crown chakra or be processed by your third eye or getting the chills when something you see or hear really resonates with you. I'm sure there's other examples that are unique to each person, like the arches of my feet aching when I'm in a location with a lot of earth activity. But you get the point. Your physical body is giving you immediate feedback about your surroundings. And this is one of the most common ways we perceive energy and receive intuitive information. But For as obvious as it is, we still blow it off as random. But I promise you that if you start tracking these types of physical responses, you'll start finding your own shorthand language for interpreting energy with your body. For instance, I get a very specific flutter in my stomach that tells me there are earthbound spirits nearby. This feels totally different than being sick to my stomach or nervous. It's more like the vibration of the spirit strikes a chord in my body, like a tuning fork. So even if I can't see them or hear them, or I'm not trying to communicate with them, I know they're there. So this comes in super handy when friends ask me to tag along when they're looking for a new place to live. 
that one internal barometer can give me an instant reading on what kind of energies are present in the house and how strong the energy is. And when I'm out on the land, I have different physical effects. Usually when there's work that needs to be done with the grids or a portal or some kind of clearing that's needed, I can feel the energy all around my head. I'll feel a bit dizzy or lightheaded and maybe even get a headache. Then I can kind of wander around until I pinpoint where I feel the energy the strongest before tuning in and asking more about it. These are just a few examples, but I'll bet you can already think of one or two ways your physical body alerts you to a shift in energy. So start paying more attention to it when it happens. Look for any similarities or connections when you notice these sensations. And if you're with someone you feel comfortable talking about it with, ask them if they feel it too, because most likely they noticed it, but weren't going to say anything about it. We can make this more and more normal if we just start talking about it. Plus, it's such a low-risk kind of way into a conversation about energy with someone too. If you say, whoa, I just started feeling loopy when we walked in here. Did you notice that? And they say, nope. Then you can just shrug and say, oh, must just be me then, and let it go. But if they say, yes, I got super dizzy when we walked in here then it starts building our trust muscle in our own intuitive knowing. Obviously, we won't always have someone else who can validate what we're feeling, but it sure helps when we know we're not the only one feeling these things. A couple of years ago, my husband and I stopped for gas one day and we both went into the convenience store. As we walked down the aisle, he stopped to look for something he wanted in the aisle and I continued towards the back of the store. As I got to the corner of the aisle, It was like the entire floor tipped 90 degrees to the right in an instant, and I lost my balance and tripped sideways into the shelves. My husband looked up and laughed at me and made some joke about me tripping over my own feet, and I was like, you come down here and then tell me that again. He was kind of confused, but walked down to the end of the aisle, and bam, he was hit by that same wonky energy and had to stop and steady himself. We each experienced it differently, but there was no mistaking some kind of energetic anomaly going on in that exact location. I was so dizzy the whole time we were inside that I had to hurry up and pay for my drink and get back outside again just to feel normal. So don't discount those strange sensations you get that come on out of nowhere and then disappear again. Okay, so the next way we receive intuitive information is through our energetic body. Or maybe you could call this through your psychic senses. When information is coming through your energy body, it's going to feel quite different than your physical body. Although sometimes you'll get information in both ways at the same time. You might get images in your mind's eye, messages in your ear, smell something that nobody else can smell, or you might just know or have a feeling about something. This is probably the hardest information to trust for sure, because our energetic body is also in contact with everything else in our environment. It's picking up all the intuitive hits that are just floating around in the air. So you might be picking up a message from a dead loved one who's visiting, or hearing a tree talk to you, or seeing graphic images of a trauma that happened in a particular location. 
Or you may be picking up the anger somebody standing in front of you in line at the store is feeling, or the joy of a large group of people enjoying a concert. This is all intuitive information, and we're swimming in it day after day. Depending on how empathic you are, you may be utterly exhausted from this assault on your energy body day in and day out. This is why it's so important to have good energetic hygiene. Yet another critical skill nobody teaches us as children and that we have to learn the hard way as adults, usually in the midst of a health crisis. Why? Because that energetic information slowly starts penetrating our energy field until it reaches our physical field, at which point we're legitimately sick. I was 19 years old the first time I experienced it. I was constantly sick to my stomach, but no doctor could find anything wrong. I was exhausted beyond the point of being able to function. Did I have a chronic illness? Was I depressed? Nobody really knew, but the longer it went on, the more depressed I got. I don't even recall now what exactly happened to make a shift for me, except that it was a deep inner knowing that suddenly came through. And it was telling me that I needed more boundaries. I needed to learn how to say no. I needed to learn how to protect my energy. Now, over the years, it took me some trial and error to figure out. But if you ever bump up against one of my hard boundaries now, I promise you'll know it. And the reason that's so important is that other than keeping myself physically and mentally healthy, which is obviously important, I have to know very clearly where my energy ends and someone else's begins. When you're learning to receive, process, and sort through all the energetic information in your field, you have to know what is yours. And when other people just keep dumping their energy on you in one way or another, your field is going to be too cluttered and congested to get a clean read. You will literally feel the weight of it in and on your field. Also, it's very common that our energetic field and our physical field aren't always aligned. There are a variety of reasons for this, one of which is that it's often easier for starseeds especially not to want to come all the way down into our physical bodies. There could be too much pain held in the body, or you could have a subconscious belief hiding somewhere down deep that you don't really want to be embodied here on earth. And so you just don't do it all the way. But let me tell you a secret. All the good stuff happens when you're all the way in your body and when you're working from your heart. It's how us earthlings are designed to work. So let me walk you through a quick exercise to locate your energy body and pull it into your physical body. If you're driving, of course, don't close your eyes, but you can probably sense into this even with your eyes open. So if you are where you can close your eyes, go ahead and do that now. And take a deep breath in and out. Now start by grounding your energy deep down into the earth. and then opening your crown chakra to pull in pure energy from source. Now let yourself feel held 
between source above and the earth below. Now, I want you to look or feel into where your energy body is in relation to your physical body. Your energy body is your aura. So normally you can see or sense it a few inches outside your physical body. You may notice that yours is just shifted off to one side or the other. Or maybe your feet for your energy body is all the way up in your head. Maybe your energy body is totally scrambled and kind of shooting out in all different directions. Wherever it is you find it, I want you to just use your intention and imagine pulling it to where it needs to be. Get it in alignment with your physical body. Now you may feel a shift in your body when this happens. Or a warmness. Or a fullness. Just spend a moment getting it right where it belongs. And now put the focus on your heart chakra and just imagine it, picture it spinning perfectly. Joining together your physical and energetic body. Now feel how strong your energetic boundaries are when you're fully in your body like this. See how bright and strong your energy is and how your vibration feels when you're aligned. This is your space and nothing external can penetrate it or engage with you unless you choose to. Okay, now slowly come back into this space, opening your eyes, wiggling your fingers and toes, and just see how different you feel than a few minutes ago. And now try to hold this feeling for as long as you can today. And when you realize you've slipped out of alignment, just Follow these same steps and pull everything back where it belongs. Once you know how it feels, it only takes a moment to concentrate and get right back into that space. Now, this is super important if you're someone who's getting a ton of information floating in from everywhere and you have trouble sorting through what's coming in, who it's from, and whether it's useful for you. If your vibration is strong and clear and you know exactly how it feels, you'll also know if intuitive information is in alignment with your energy field or if it's extraneous. Okay, now for the third way intuitive information comes in. And this is what the channeled message I shared at the beginning of this episode was talking about. Receiving information externally versus internally. 
When we just now opened our crown chakra and connected to source energy, we tapped into the energy of all that is. And while that seems vast, and it is, there's actually a bit of structure to that knowledge and how it comes down into our bodies. This tube of crystalline light comes all the way down through and around our bodies and anchors into the earth through our earth star chakra, which is a few inches below our feet. Then there's a cord flowing up through our chakra system in our bodies, above our heads, and up to our higher self. Our higher self, or oversoul, is all that we are. All of those other fractals and other versions of yourself in space and time are held together here at this level. Above that, in this tube of light, we move through the Earth's sun, then the central sun, which is from the Pleiadian star system, and then to the great central sun. The great central sun is source. It is God. It is all that we are. And just a note here, this is another one of these little sleight of hand play on words that's been switched up by Christianity at some point along the way. This great central sun source, or what we might call Christ consciousness, is where the son of God idea came from. But not sun, S-O-N. It's really sun, S-U-N. Each and every one of us is a Son of God, a Christed one. We are one with Source and all that is. And as we are shown again and again, the embodied soul that was Jesus or Yeshua was here to show us how we were all sons of God. S U N. Now, do you see why the sun is such an important and sentient part of our ascension? Okay, so back to this tube of light. At the level of the great central sun, you have all that is, has ever been, or ever will be, and information, or light, which is coded information, is sent down to us here on Earth. But The energy has to get stepped down to reach us in a way that we can receive it. So information emanates from the great central sun and is first received by the central sun, which is just kind of like the physical neighborhood we're living in. The central sun receives it and distributes that information down to our actual planetary sun, which then radiates that information down that tube of light to our higher self who can then share it with our human self here on Earth. Quite the journey, huh? But it doesn't just come to us in a general sense. It comes through our chakras and our central nervous system and then flows down into the Earth. The Earth then receives it, integrates it, and sends it back up through our chakras and our physical body yet again. And all of this is happening in an instant. So when you suddenly get a hit to call someone you haven't talked to in months or feel like you should sell your house and move or turn left at that intersection instead of right, this is how it's happening. It is 
divine intelligence doing its best to help us out. But we're down here on our little floating rock in the middle of the entire universe saying, nah, I'm not sure if I'm just making this all up. I mean, are we crazy? What is wrong with us? Sometimes I wonder if this whole free will for all the humans on Earth thing was such a good idea anyway. I mean, I'm sure it makes for some epic stories to tell our star families when we get back. We're going to be like, and then I was receiving the message every single day for 10 years that I should quit that stupid job already, but no, I was too scared. I mean, what exactly did I think was going to happen? And then we'll all laugh until we cry at the silliness of our human selves who just didn't understand how this all worked. And look, don't think I'm just making fun of anyone here. I'm in this boat right along with you. There will for sure be some good laughs at my own expense in between this life and the next one. So now, how do you put all these pieces together to know and trust your intuitive information? First of all, it's time for us to come to grips with the reality that we are highly advanced beings in an infinitely creative universe. It is not easy coming to Earth as a human. And if you are here in this moment of time, it's because you know exactly what you're doing and have had lifetimes of experience. We like to think all these other beings in the universe are so much more advanced than us because they have abilities that we don't. But do you know why they're all flocking to Earth right now to watch what's happening here? Because they don't understand how we're doing this. How on earth have we figured out how to do this work we're doing in all this density? It just doesn't seem possible to them. So you can connect and channel with them if you'd like. They have plenty of wisdom to share. But know that when you call your higher self down into your physical body and you have your energetic body and your physical body in alignment, wow, are you ever an incredible being? We are all incredible beings of light, sons of God, S-U-N. We have access to all of the wisdom we need right inside of us. And once we can embrace that, the only thing to do after that is to trust. Trust the perfect ecosystem that's been created between the earth, our body, our spirit, the rest of the universe, and source itself. And even if you're still practicing how to understand and interpret the messages that are coming through your body, you are receiving them. Write them down, share them with others. Trust is just a muscle that we strengthen with use. Now, if you want to get even more practice trusting your intuitive messages with others who are doing the same, I would love to have you join us in the Earth Tenders Academy. In this online course, you'll connect even more deeply with the energy of the land where you live, work with the spirits of the land there, and learn how to do healing work in partnership with those spirits. The Earth Tenders Academy is an online course with nine modules, chock full of video lessons from me, along with guided meditations to experience each subject for yourself. We meet together live twice a month to practice our skills, including one call every month where we do a reading and healing with a house or a piece of land all together and then compare notes. 
every single month, there is at least one person who says, I'm totally new at this, and I didn't think I got much, but after hearing everyone else's experiences, I realized I definitely got the same messages. These practice sessions will get you trusting your intuitive gifts in no time. So there's a link in the show notes if you'd like to learn more and join us. Thanks for joining me here this week, and I will see you back here next Tuesday. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Earth Keepers podcast. I'm so honored to share this journey with you. I would love it if you join me and other Earth Keepers from around the world in the Following Hawks Earth Keepers community on Facebook. To find the show notes, additional resources, or learn more about working with me, go to earthkeeperspodcast.com. Until next time, I'll see you in the multiverse.